Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. Good morning to you. Hawkfanatic.com is brought to you by Deary Brothers, Ford Lincoln, Patrick Eads, and his great staff and service department. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars. Supel's Building and Remodeling, GT Car and his great crew. Supel's Flowers, home of 1-800-800-ROWS. The Midtown Family Restaurants. Also, 13 and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Kettleson RV in Hiawatha. I had to catch my breath. I don't know why. You catch your breath doing what? Just, uh, what amazed. was your breath doing? I'm just amazed. Uh, Kettleson RV in Hiawatha, Premier Automotive in North Liberty, the Oxyogen in the Amanas, Players Sports Bar and Grill downtown, Streets Maintenance, Wild Rose Casino in Clinton, Dr. Lance Forbes, Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids, and Bumps Restaurant. Here's Mr. Souter. Yes. Yes. And Mr. Hardy. Mr. Hardy. Pat Hardy from HawkFanatic.com. And at the controls, the back-timing master himself, Mr. <laughs> Captain Steve. <laughs> You've had kind of an interesting morning so far. Yeah, it's been a little, a little odd. It's all right. Quite a storm this morning. Wopsy got, uh, my dog got a little uh, anxious with all the thunder. Yeah, had uh, a ton of rain out here. So, How much? Uh, it says, uh, well, it says 1,500 of an inch. <laughs> it's one hell of a rain gauge you got going. <laughs> hey, before we get going, um, I want to... Start on if you guys were aware, but Steve yeah. Bat Steve Batterson passed away yesterday. So I heard that. That's sure, such not a sure how good I'm going to be on today's show. So we'll see. That was, that was a tough one. He's been struggling for the last couple of weeks, and we were hopeful that he would pull through, but sadly he didn't. Been working at the Quad City Times for almost 40 years. That's amazing. Well, it's and like I tweeted, by far the hardest worker I ever met on the beat, and that's no slight on the other people on the beat, but nobody. 
worked as hard as Batman, and no paper got as much out of one person as the Quad City Times got out of him. So, and I, I know they realize, at least I hope they realize, what they've lost because I don't know if they could hire two people today to do what he did. I mean, he was a machine. He was a real old school kind of guy. Old school. He was on Twitter, but he was only on Twitter to convey information, to update games and stuff he covered. No opinions, no arguments, nothing, no pandering. He, he was all substance, no style. You know, so many of the younger, you see so much change now because a lot of these younger kids grew up in the social media age and it's all about me, 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 me. With Batman, it was all about whatever he was covering. It was never about him, and he's going to be missed. I mean, it's going to be strange moving on without him. It's been, uh, he's one of those guys where absolutely everybody that meets him and everybody who worked with him has nothing but good things to say. And he was a very good writer, good reporter. I mean, God, I would love to have had someone like Batman to work for my website. I could have exploited him left and right like the and I say that jokingly. Yes, I mean, of course. Batman let him I mean, he loved working. It was his life. He loved covering sports. And he just I mean, there were times where he'd be covering something at Iowa and he'd have his computer going and he'd be writing a high school wrestling advance for Illinois wrestling the next morning. And then that later on that day he'd be covering something high school wise in Clinton. That night after having been in Iowa City that day, and here I am at home trying to get done with just the stuff I did that day in Iowa City. And you know, we used to joke about it, just about how hard he worked. It was kind of a running joke out of respect. I mean, just, I mean, we, me and some of my colleagues, we'd be like, can you believe Batman? He's covering the blah, blah. And then he covered their minor league team. I mean, just game in and game out, he covered their minor league baseball team while also doing all this other stuff. He was, I mean, he was a machine. I mean, the guy, I mean, I couldn't believe how hard he worked. So that's multitasking at its best. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, times won't be able to replace him with no. one person. It just won't happen. No. I mean, it's He just... covered our uh, our unofficial uh, games. Did too. he? Him and, uh, him and Doxy. But, yeah, he will He will be, and Doxy's retired. I mean, the, yeah. I mean, the Quad City Times, I think, I don't even know if they have a sports editor right now. I think they're down to, like, one reporter who was at the day, who was an I a college student like two years ago that's these are just different times and but yeah we were hoping batman could pull through but it just didn't happen and he's i think he's 62 63 just way too yeah that's soon. too young too young way too because i think batman's one of these guys that would have worked as long as his mm-hmm. body and, and and it ends up that's sadly was the case it's just his body did broke down way too soon well I, I never had a chance to work with him, but I, I did meet him a time or two and just seemed like a real nice... Very down-to-earth. Very nice, nice man. Never about him. I mean, he, he just sort of kind of blended in the background when we were in all our press conference settings. But, man, his, his information was always solid, well-written. I mean, just good transition. His writing was just really solid. Yeah. And, you know, but he wasn't, like, on Twitter pandering and saying hey look at me look and trying to bring attention to himself it was all about doing the job he was, and he was a journalist he was a journalist he was not a media influencer is what a lot of these clowns on twitter like to yeah, call themselves media influencer i remember him well doxy and and him did a conference thing when we were doing those games and uh it was either him or or doxy that said so uh, your crap's going to continue. He goes, <laughs> I think it was him. That so, sounds more like Doxy. But, I, but yeah, no, it's just, it's just really sad. It is sad. And I thoughts and prayers to his family and um, to his close friends and colleagues and whatever because I'm sure they're not feeling very good today.
Nope. Nope. I mean, I was friends with Bat, but we weren't by any means close friends. I mean, he lived 60 miles away. Our time together was through work. But we had a lot of fun times out. I ended up gravitating towards him a lot as we were out because partly we were the same, similar in age. He's a little older than I was. Whatever, but we had a lot of, I mean, since 90, 92, that's 31 years we worked that beat yeah. together. And Batman liked to have a good time. He liked to have a beer. He liked to listen to music and all that stuff. So, yeah, there were lots of times where we were together. And he was always just part of the crowd. He never tried to be the center of attention. Never. So what kind of music do you like? Whatever was playing. Yeah. I think he's, I th- I'm guessing he liked some of the stuff you guys liked, some of the stuff I liked. And um, but yeah, well, it just was ever was playing for it. I, I don't remember him really complaining about anything. Well, he'll be missed. And, um, oh yeah, he will definitely be missed. The Quad City Times is not the same paper it was two weeks ago. And I don't mean that. I'm not ripping the Times or whatever. No, I'm just, no. They just lost a valuable piece that I don't think they're going to realize how much they missed him until he's gone. Do you realize that they just up my? Okay, I subscribed to the Times Digital. Yeah, and it was like. Five ninety-five. Okay. Okay, I can deal with that. They, they just pushed it up to twenty-seven dollars from five ninety-five a month. Yeah, twenty-seven dollars a month. Yes, and I got that's the Quad I, City Times. I got it right on my goodbye. Desk. That's well, got to be a mistake. Yeah. I, 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 there's no I'm way. Right. You well, no, I don't need to see it. I just, okay. there's something's got to be wrong. But well, let's go ridiculous. back. To, let's talk about Batman. Oh. I, um, <laughs> I mean, um, I just, it's just. It's just going to be an empty hole without him. I mean, it's just there's going to be a huge void there. And what's going to be, I guess, one of the one of the very few, I guess, somewhat gratifying things in these cases. You see, I've read a lot of nice tributes so far. A lot of people, I'm sure Iowa, a lot of people are going to reach out and and say some nice, well-deserved things about Batman. Well, they should. I mean, he's been. I'm sure I will. 38 years, says it. At yeah, the and I'm sure I will put him on their wall of honor at, inside the Kinnick Press, as they, which they should. Yes, he, may they even should. Be, he may even be on it. I'm not sure, but he should be on that thing. I'm sure they will. And because um, he, never, I don't think he ever wrote anything to piss Iowa off. He didn't write columns. He was not a columnist. He never wrote, and he was a reporter. He never wrote columns. I don't recall him ever really putting his opinion on anything. So that's one good way to stay on Iowa's good side is by not, by not, writing, well, for sure. by not writing things to piss him off <laughs> and what have you. But, no, he was just the consummate professional. That's what he was. Yeah, and he died yesterday afternoon is what I was told. He, he tweeted. Um, so is he married? He was not. Yeah, he was married to his job. Uh-huh. I mean, he literally was. I mean, he, I mean, he did so many beats. I mean, it's hard enough covering the Iowa beat. I mean, I remember covering the Iowa beat and trying to have a steady relationship. And you're, I mean, it's just hard because you travel, and the times you're traveling, you really can't take the person that you're dating, tra- you know, unless they, hey, you want to go stay in, Blo- in Bloomington, Indiana, in the Budgetel Inn, and <laughs> while I'm at the game for nine hours, you can do, you know, I mean, or the microtel. There's yeah. just not the kind of trips where that conduce. But yeah. he, on top of that, he also covered high school. And minor league baseball and whatever else they threw at him, I mean, I, I his life was his job. Yeah. I mean, that, it, it literally was, and he didn't mind it. He was happy, and that's all you really want. I mean, is to well, that's what most people strive for in their in their work environment. Yeah, in, in, in their chosen yeah. profession, he was is able to be to happy do what, doing it. He was able to do what he wanted. Here, here's the last tweet Batman sent was from six fifteen, six June fifteenth. Today's good news have moved from Genesis East 
to west. That must be a hospital in the grass. Yeah, assuming. Yeah. And the goal is to gain strength, which will get me home down the road. Thank you for your thoughts. All the best. That was on June 15th. Yeah. So he was struggling then. And what I was told that he had trouble getting from the office to his car, wind, he was winded and it was looked really pale. And they told him, you got to go get checked. And right away they admitted him. And that was, he's never let, he never left the hospital. That's a shame. Yeah, it's just sad. Well, it is. And there, you know, there's, there aren't very many true journalists left. There, there really aren't. aren't. They're not like him, no. I mean, and that's not, the, the new breed is just different. They're di- they've been raised different. And, not, and, and all these young people, not all are just attention whores. No, of it's course a lot, not. Some of them are, are just, they'll say anything or do anything on social media to bring attention to themselves. They're just pandering clowns. There's some of those out there. But well, not, not everybody is. But, uh, but he was so far from being any of that. He didn't pay attention to any of the nonsense around him. I wish I was better at that. I've gotten better, but he didn't. He just didn't care about the panders and the 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 attention seekers on Twitter. That just didn't interest him. Well, unfortunately, um, I'll use the youth of today. They get their information mostly from social media. Well, they've grown up with social media, and they tend to not dig very deep. Yeah. Well, and they also tend anything. to want yeah. to be the center of attention. I mean, I, some people are just obsessed with themselves. You know what I mean? They just want to talk about themselves, their experiences. They're not interested in anything else. And see, when you get into journalism, you do that because you're you're not in, you're interested in other things, not just talking about yourself. And but there's I'm, I'm just seeing more and more of those in the profession now, and you know, and that's sort of because everybody now th- they don't think of the company. They think you know they think of. Because they're not part of a company. A lot of them were, are not even working at a well, physical true. address anymore. That's true. And the uh, so work environment has changed. Yeah. And so they are their product. Well, then the ones that yeah. do work for companies, all they do is promote themselves within their company. I mean, and quite often they're working not at a brick and mortar building. They're working from their home. Well, yeah, or, like a lot of these. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of them. And that changes things too. Yeah. And some people just by nature are more interested than themselves and they want to share their stories to everybody because they make the assumption that everybody else is more interested in what they have to say. But to me, when you get into journalism, you want to write about other people and yourself, you don't matter. I mean, columns, yeah. I mean, I I think if you want to do columns, I've done a ton of columns because I think sharing your opinion on matters that are impactful to all the things that we cover and fans, I mean, whatever. Yeah, that's Batman just chose not to write columns. He didn't have to because for most of the time, their doxy was the column. I was going to say they had other people to do that. Yeah, they had other people to do that. And and he just chose not to do that because that didn't fit his personality. Hello. Hello. Hey. Um, today I have to go in for my other eye. So I'm sitting here waiting for my ride, so I thought I'd just call in. Well, good. Uh, as your the first eye is pretty much back to normal? No. <laughs> I'll probably be a blind soul walking around. Yeah. <laughs> I still have floaters in my first eye. They're like they're doing a marathon around the eye. Well, then things are going to get real exciting for you (laughs) later today. (laughs) Anyway, I noticed after I watched the LSU game, they won, and the uh, baseball players were running around pointing to their finger like that Angela Reese did. They were all pointing to their finger. I thought, oh, brother. Um, Yeah. Yawn. And that uh, 
Southern Barbie or whatever, a monkey. She was there at the game, but she wasn't dressed in, in uh she just had a plain old LSU shirt on. Southern Barbie. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed that Philly has the Cubs number. They just can't seem to do anything with the Phillies. Yeah, that's because the Phillies have a decent – actually, I don't know that they have a decent well, team this Schwarber year. I haven't followed them. To, Schwarber always seems to do well against them. Well, it's I don't – I would too. Well, anyway, you guys have a good day and don't get too smoked out. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, Karn, do you remember ever remember it being anywhere near this bad, the smoke like this? No. I, I don't either. I don't ever remember. I remember when I went to Colorado one year and stayed there, <clears throat> I, I would go up on the rooftop to uh, sunbathe. And I would come down and think, oh, my gosh, look at how much I got. And then I'd take a shower. And uh, there was smoke from the Rockies, and I would get that on me. And why I was stupid enough to go and lay out in the sun with smoke around there, I did. But, but well, we that's were the only all... time I remember any smoke, but not around here. We were all young and stupid at some point. Yeah, Karen. very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call. Okay. Okay, well, thanks, guys. All right, good Bye. luck on your operation today. Yeah, I walked yesterday and didn't. I didn't. Re I noticed it was hazy, but I put. But then they asked me at the when I was at the store. They're like, "This lady knows she sees me walking a lot," and I'm like, "Yeah, I walked." She goes, well, "Did the snow bug or the smoke bug?" Yeah, I'm like, "What?" And then I realized, oh, that was the haze. And now today I have a sore throat. So yeah, I was. I'm not walking today. I'm not going to go out in this stuff. Well, the dog uh, goes out. Take, does does her business and comes right back in, which is unusual for her. But she she'll go out and sniff and. Well, I saw a lot of people out walking. Yeah. Some yeah. were wearing masks, but a lot weren't. But no, my throat's a little sore. I probably inhaled a bunch of bad. No, you probably did. Uh, yeah, that's got, probably the worst air quality Iowa City's. Like I probably had smoked. In years, think I smoked years, a pack of cigarettes yesterday. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so I'm not really happy about that. One but. of Amy's friends posted on Facebook, I, I went out for a nice healthy walk and uh, sm Got. smoked a pack of Marlboro Reds. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I wouldn't have gone yesterday, but I did. I went five and a half miles breathing hard, so not good. And like I said, my throat is a little sore today. I kept Wopsy's walks yeah. pretty short yesterday. So. Really, I'm not going today I'm gonna, because it looks just as hazy today. If not even a little more hazy today. Well, and the, they showed pictures of the Quad Cities. <clears throat> As you cross the bridge, you can't even see the end of the bridge. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it, it's... Yeah, we lucky yeah. we don't seem to be that bad. We're not like Minneapolis. You couldn't even see no. downtown Minneapolis. We're, but and that's further and up. And Chicago's unbelievable. Yeah, and well, and they're a little closer to where the smoke's coming from. I well, think that true. May, it makes a difference. But no, I mean, look, it's... I mean, we're not that bad now, but it's hazy. I mean, if you look out there, you can barely see the tree line. But, I mean, some people, I mean, there's a lot of people that are still, they have to work outside all day, and I bet you they're not all wearing masks. I'm, there's a lot of people working outside. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess they just have to deal with it, I guess. I guess. I, we have a lot of people, a lot of work guys on right around Rita Lynn right now because they're working on Rochester. Do and, they wear masks? Uh-uh. And they're out all day. Yeah. I was out for an hour and 15 minutes. At least I haven't seen any with masks. I, I can't speak for all of them, of course. Well, we just had a, a story um, 
It's 112 degrees in Dallas today. That's where my sister and that's where my nephew lives. My sister's there. He does have a swimming pool, though. Well, they had a, a, a rule, a law, that you had to take a break uh, if you're working outside, construction mm -hmm. or whatever, that you had to have a 10-minute break every four hours. Uh, I would think that would have be water. minimum. Yeah. Well, Governor Abbott yesterday rescinded it. Hey. Yeah. Just because he's a dick? <laughs> yeah. Because he's owning someone. I mean, yeah. It must be, yeah. yeah. But no, I would yeah. Think my, that'd be, you'd have to do that anyway. My sister, I'm not sure if they're there yet. They're going to be there for the fourth. And um, I was kind of teasing her about how warm it's going to be there. And she's like, well, he's got a pool. He does have this really nice. Yeah. But, you know, unless you're in the pool, it's still a. And I'm like, okay, so you're going to be in the pool for four straight days? Of course. And the, the other thing is, if you got a. 112-degree temperatures on this water, it's not going to be very refreshing. It's going to be too warm. Yeah, I, I think his is, he can regulate the water temperature uh, on his. He's got a really nice pool. I guess. And um, my brother has the same thing. And he's got, like, these strobe lights that color the water. I mean, change it. <laughs> you know, all, that, all that type. Of, at least the last time he did. I, but, no, it's some. Um, and I know my neighbors are down in New Mexico right now working at that Camp Philmont. And I saw the other day it was 104 where they were, yeah. you know, and they're, you know, they're, they're up in age a little bit, but they're both in pretty good shape and they can handle it. But man, I, you know, I, I kind of said a prayer for them the other day. It's hot. It's, I mean, it's, that's brutal. Yeah. And I think someone was saying that Laredo the other day was 116 or 115 uh, in Texas. Yeah. It's, it's real. Well, my, uh, in-laws live there. They live in Laredo. No, they live in um, uh, Bryan, uh -huh. College Station. It's but just close. Yeah, real to, close. Yeah, yeah, that's by Texas A&M. That's down in the yeah. southeastern part, down not far from Houston. Yeah, my niece. Well, my nephew lives in Dallas. That's way up north, and it's yeah. still 112 degrees. It's all over Texas. I mean, it's brutal. Yeah. And aren't we getting hot again here in the next couple of days? We are. Yeah. yeah. And Possible rain the next four or five days. Bring it. I hope oh, it doesn't rain probably. for your little party thing, the street thing. But other than that, rain, please, rain. Well, it's supposed to rain uh, from uh, now till next Tuesday. Because I'm tired of watering and I dread my next bill. Hello. It's oh, coming. Boy, I'll trade you. It's coming. I'll trade you. Good morning, guys. Morning. Good morning. Hey, Pat, sorry for the loss of your friend. Man, I haven't seen somebody pass on where nothing but nice things were said about him on Twitter. I mean, I haven't seen a single negative thing. I mean, I don't know him personally, and I haven't read his columns, but, man... There's just an outpouring on Twitter this mm -hmm. morning of mm -hmm. people. Yeah, that's the good thing about Twitter. Seem heartbroken over his loss. Yep, Twitter so. does have a good side, and that in situations like this, it makes it easy to express your thoughts and sympathy. But no, you're right. He was he was just a good good man, good person. Yeah, it sounds that way because, like I said, you just don't see that. Usually, somebody has something smartass to say, and in his case, nobody. Oh no, Everybody, you're right. It seems like a genuine outpouring of love and respect. Yep. So apologies for your loss. Hey, um, Hawkeye thing real quick. What do you think about Van Ness finally getting his signature on some paperwork up in Green Bay? What? Um, I to be honest with you, I was not aware that he had done that at this point. But yeah, he signed yesterday. He good signed, for him. He he's the Packers yesterday. so it's official. He is officially a multimillionaire. And oh yeah. And it's hard. It's incredible to think this would only be his fourth year out of college. He'd be going into his fourth year junior season, and here he is as a first-round, very wealthy now. 
NFL pick. Now, as you know, there's pressure with that. There's a, he's going to have to perform. He's got a lot to live up to, but, I mean, you know, he's got a great opportunity. Well, their website was calling him a linebacker. I wasn't sure that's what he was. What the no, I, I think he's. Playing, but that's what, the, that's what they signed him as. I think it he's says, a rush uh, in. I think he's a. He, I think uh, he's an off uh, weak side rush defensive end more than a. Maybe I. I, I mean he's six five two. I, I don't know if he could play from a two point. I think he's better being a rush in. But I don't know. Maybe maybe they have moved him to linebacker. I'm not aware of it. That would be very surprising to me. Well, as a Packer fan, I'm excited to see him up there. Hey, Mr. Studer, I got a question real quick. Yeah. Today is the uh, today is the uh, NHL draft day. Haven't heard a lot of talk about that yet on the radio. Well, the sh- <laughs> the show is early. Uh, the uh, NHL segments uh, coming up uh, a little bit later, so stay tuned. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Molly Suter will have a yeah Molly rundown of- <laughs> along with the song of the day. <laughs> there you go. Hey, you guys have a great day. Thank, thank you. Thanks appreciate, so much for the call. Appreciate the call. But no, he's right though. And I would like to think even if someone dies and you don't like it, but he's right though. Some people do. You'll see people pass. Oh, I've but, seen people pass away. Yeah, and, and people, they, I just don't get oh, packed. This guy, I mean, I just don't yeah. get, but don't get me started on that. It's just so nauseating and exhausting the back and forth on social media. It does get exhausting, doesn't it? I mean, sometimes I'll be bored and I'll look and I'll, next thing I know, I'm knee deep in this thread between liberals and magas just ripping each other. And it's just like, God, put my head through a plate glass window. It's so frustrating. And it's just the same stuff. It's just exhausting. There's so many people now that I believe make their livings getting on social media and dividing feeding off division i think that's just how they make their living and i think a lot of them it's just fun for them yeah on both sides but i think it's more caught up in just this mega because they feel threatened and persecuted and picked on there's so many from that side that just seem to love to get on twitter and just fight and, and they're so mad and there's so many accounts that are just they're on twitter because of politics you look at their account Proudly unvaxxed MAGA warrior Trump Jesus Patriots. It's just and, and I just God seriously, do you ever get bored doing that every day? Well, I don't know that all of that is people. And oh, well, that, you're right. You're yeah. right. It's probably bots. I'm not sure. I'm not yeah. really keen on how bots work officially. Is there somebody named Igor in Russia running like 50 bots? Don't know. You know, as I don't know how they work either. I don't know really how bots work. They look for key phrases, and then it's basically rudimentary. AI. But what is it? A computer yeah. doing it, or yes, is it, okay. yes, yeah. So they're, yeah. So I'm sure some, a lot of them are bots, but not, they're not all. No, and just it's just so exhausting. The same stuff every really day, is. and it's left wing too. I mean, the Crassatine brothers and See, all I've these other never clowns. Heard that, of them. They show up on my Twitter feed, both sides, and I just like, and I keep pushing, not interested in this. I guess I'll. Just, but you're right though, and some block people are starting to show up too. Yeah, the, I, this one block guy, right wing block guy, his responses keep showing up on my Twitter, and he's blocked. No, Twitter's completely th- dysfunctional. That's what I was saying. It, it's completely I, dysfunctional. I get Marjorie Taylor Greene, and I and she's blocked. And she's nuts. But, she is. Yeah, and it's just, I'm so tired of it. It's just turned into a political cesspool. There was a time when Twitter was, wasn't was just all about politics, but that's really all it is. And I just think there's too many people in this world now that rely on the division for their living, for their livelihoods. I mean, I mean, some of these people that with these 
podcast. I mean, I've had so many people. Man, you're 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 missing out if you don't listen to Joe Rogan. I mean, he can show he can show you the light. I don't need Joe Rogan to show me the light. No, I don't need Joe Rogan to show me anything. No, nope. I don't need to listen to those. I don't care what they have to say. No, and for people that hang on every word, that's your business. But don't try to force it on me. Mind your own business. There, I'm off yeah. my soapbox. Yeah. I've had people say though, you're just, if you don't listen to Joe Rogan, you're lost. Well, then okay, I'm lost. Then I'm fine. I'm, I'm lost. proud to be lost. Ridiculous, you know. He's he's done nothing but I mean, he's a. I'm not saying he's done nothing. He isn't he big in the Ultimate Fighting? MMA, yeah, yeah, and great, great for him. More power to him. But I don't need Joe Rogan to tell me how to handle a vaccine or but how I'm to not handle a, a virus or how I'm to handle. I'm not interested in MMA. Either. I'm not either. But that I would not hold that against him. Well, he's been very no, successful. But, but he's not M, just MMA. MMA now. Now. There's a lot of people that swear on him for everything. They go to him for advice. And I thought his stuff with the vaccines was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And if that makes me woke, fine. I don't care. I know three people that died from it. I have the vaccine and had it at least once, I think twice, and never really got that ill. The one time I did get pretty ill was before the vaccines were even out. I got it, but not until I had, I had been vaxxed, I think, and you the, had a mild cold symptoms. Yes. Me too. I had a runny nose. Anne was a little bit sicker, but she wasn't real sick. I mean, we're old enough to where we all could have died had we not been bad. I know oh, some people will roll sure, their eyes yeah. at that. Fine. I well, don't no, care. no, it's true. I don't care. I mean, I don't care if you roll your eyes. I, re- I mean, I, I, I'm my own person. My, it's my business. What you do is your business. Yeah, I've known a number of people who died, and I know several people who have long COVID, and and their lives are never going to be the same. And two of the three people that I know who died were under the age of sixty. So not, and then all of oh yeah, what they died. I'm just, I'm just so. But you see all these things on Twitter, proudly unvaxxed. That's part of their. That's that's part of their handle. Then I'm just gone. I don't even. I'm done with those people. I don't need them. Yep, and they. I mean, there's you know a subset of. of the United States, who who th- thinks that? Who Fine, feel just leave that. me alone. Just uh, you're putting yourself at risk. There's too many people today that think they not only know what's best for themselves, but what's best for other people. Well, and they're in. That's right. That's right. I mean, if people choose to be unvaxed, I. That's your business, but stay, I guess I don't want to be around you when no, there's a no. global pandemic going on. Not at I all. don't. I don't trust you, and that's how I feel. Yeah. I-80 West is still at a standstill. Uh, from the Herbert Hoover uh, construction area uh, past uh, West Branch, almost to the West Liberty exit. Why? Uh, it is at a standstill. Well, it's they had a, a cluster multi- F around there. They had a multi-car oh. uh, accident this morning. I'll tell you, driving back from the um, Matchbox 20 concert a couple weeks ago, it is horrible right around there. It's I mean, really, it's, it's it was kind of scary to drive through yeah. there. The huge concrete, uh, block, you know, walls on each side of the. And no, and it's confusing. It is. It very is very confusing. confusing. And so they had a multi-car pileup uh, before eight o'clock this morning, and it's still uh, I-80 West, still at standstill from the Hoover Construction Area. Past West Branch to almost West Liberty. Wow. So, wow. so if you can if avoid you that. can avoid it, yeah. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. So, and that, uh, just a message, thank you. But yeah, it was uh, it was a little weird driving back from that country. I don't think I'll be going that way, or at least to, toward West Branch for at least another month until the 
Big Ten. Yeah, it's. Football. I got to order my credentials today. Weird around. I mean, it, it, all that construction has been weird around there. Do you know, it, it, high school, uh, both the tournaments, uh, the softball and baseball, are at the same time, at the same week. Serious? I the thought states? they used to do them a week apart. Yeah, they, they, do, they always have done them a week apart. No, they're not doing it this. Why? I, under, I don't. Well, have that any doesn't idea. make any sense. I have no idea. Uh, that's what Tommy told me, uh, when he, and he looked on the schedule. Hello. Hey, I'm feeling productive today. When after you take your break, I'm gonna do some coding because okay. I don't want you calling me every five minutes and CBS screws up. Okay. <laughs> Should we take a big long break now? Let's take a let's take a break. We could take a break. No, now. take your break whenever you want. I don't care. I don't want to interrupt. I just no, want to know when you're going to. About so the time we do. Yeah. How long? How or do you take two breaks, Captain, or just this one? I'm taking this one, and then if we get tired then i'll take another one <laughs> if we get tired okay. well i'll probably need a half hour ish or so uh, you'll have it okay okay we'll be, we'll, all right we'll be right back we'll be back Thanks. 1-800-800-ROSE 1-800-800-ROSE your ftd florist is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or canada from anywhere in the country one 800-800-ROSE. It's so easy. Just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE. Your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember. Bump's Restaurant, located at Finkbine Golf Course off Melrose Avenue in Iowa City, is your pregame and postgame destination for all Iowa sporting events. Bump's Restaurant is a unique experience that features perfectly cooked, juicy, half-pound certified Angus burgers, hickory-smoked barbecue meats, a variety of fresh salads, and creative appetizers. Food is more than just food. It's a celebration, like a Hawkeye victory. Present your University of Iowa sporting event ticket from that day's event and receive 5% off. Bump's Restaurant offers delivery through DoorDash, live music Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m., and 35 unique craft beers. Lunch and dinner is served from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and Sunday brunch from 10 to 2. Full menu options, reservations, and private event information are online at finkbine.com. Make it Bump's Restaurant, barbecue, burgers, and beer. For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. As for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate, one of us is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. Downtown Iowa City's best new restaurant and bar is Players Sports Bar and Grill. From Big Burger Mondays, 
Tex-Mex tacos, and a variety of soups, salads, and vegetarian options as well. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features their famous Chicago dog and the Iowa dog, an all-beef bacon-wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish, bacon, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through Chomp Delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar and Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting event. Are you tired of living in a home that doesn't quite meet your needs? Then it's time to call the experts at Streets Maintenance. Their team of skilled professionals specializes in renovations and remodeling, transforming your home into the space you've always dreamed of. From kitchen bath remodels to complete home renovations, no job is too big or too small. Streets Maintenance will work with you every step of the way to ensure your vision becomes a reality. So don't wait any longer. Call Streets Maintenance to schedule your consultation at 400-4483. Let's start building your dream home today. On an athletic team, you need team players, good athletes, superior equipment, and the best coaches available. In real estate, you need to have a good title and settlement team at your disposal. Hi, this is Steve Anderson. Whether you're buying, selling, or refinancing, you need quality title and settlement services. Consider the team at Hawkeye Title. Give us a call at 351-8600. Hawkeye Title and Settlement, the team you love, the people you trust. When you go to a family restaurant, you want three things. One, a wide selection of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items. Two, you want those selections to be affordable and delicious. And three, you want to be treated like family. You get all three at the Midtown Family Restaurant. Breakfast items available anytime the doors are open. Legendary tenderloins, onion rings, and hot roast beef sandwiches. And special ribeye and shrimp nights. Daily specials at each location. And no matter if you're coming in solo or with a group of 20, you get the same special family treatment. The Midtown Family Restaurants at Court and Scott Streets and at the Walmart Plaza on Highway 1 West. Follow them on Facebook or at MidtownFamily.com. The family's waiting for you. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry, as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. Hey, Iowa, we want your trade-ins. It's that simple. Sedans, coupes, SUVs, vans, trucks. We want them all. At Dairy Ford in Iowa City, if you don't need it, don't want it, can't afford it, we'll pay top market value for your trade. If you've got a trade, you've got a deal. 0% financing available, plus huge discounts on over 60 new vehicles in stock. So bring us your trade-in. We want them all. Dairy Ford in Iowa City. 
R-E-N, or shop online at dearyford.com. GT Car, owner of Supel's Building and Remodeling, has been offering unmatched service and quality for over 25 years. The trained professionals at Supel's Building and Remodeling will install and guarantee the products used in any job, no matter how big or small. They also stand behind their work and offer no-nonsense, exceptional customer service from design to completion and beyond. Whether it's a simple window replacement or a major house addition, you'll have the confidence that Supel's Building and Remodeling is committed to quality. Visit Supel's.net or call them today at 319-337-2246. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, See Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Okay, okay already. We heard you and we listened. The Oxyokin's famous Sunday brunch buffet is back. For over 40 years, we've served brunch, offering so many choices of fresh entrees, homemade salads, waffles, pastries, three tiers of desserts, make your own Bloody Marys, and much more. Such a great value. Serve nine until one. Also, lunch, dinner, banquets, and carryout daily. You can order curbside carryout online at oxyokin.com and take the comforting taste of the Oxyokome to your family's table. Visit oxyokin.com for hours, menus, reservations, weekly specials, and gift cards. From our Oxyoke family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon at the Oxyokin in the heart of Amana. The Oxyokin. From the Hurtin and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtin and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making Mostly sunny today, but we are going to be dealing with more of that smoky haze from those Canadian wildfires. And we'll also see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms off and on here through the day today and into tonight. Our high today, 88. The wind out of the southeast at 10 to 20. 69 tonight. Scattered thunderstorms, 92. Our high tomorrow. Same for Friday. A few scattered thunderstorms with a high right around 88. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Currently, it's 71. KCJJ Weather, brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply, kitchens and baths, your home never looks so beautiful. We are back, hawkfanatic.com. Smoke a haze all through my brain. Why are you going outside when they're telling you to sniff? Whoa, that's not good. Yeah, I know. If I'm outside for 30 seconds, it's not going to matter, right? And what, are you going to live in here until the smoke clears? Yes. You probably could. Yes, God, I am. I'd, I'd risk cancer. To... I am rushing to the car. Well, you got Diet Coke in the fridge. I got uh, recycling in the car. Yeah, if you're driving uh, and you got your air conditioning on, I'm assuming, uh, hit, hit recycle, that little recycle thing. Well, you should do that anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and that keeps the uh, the bad air out. Yeah, I guess now that I think about it, I won't have the sunroof down. I'll have the air on. Just yeah. To... How long is this going to stay? Do we have they said? I don't know. 
Uh, they don't have it hazy. I think this is pretty much done. Oops. They got haze tonight, but they don't have it in the forecast. Yeah, because like I said, you can barely week. see the tree line yeah. over there. I mean, it's yeah, it's this is pretty. It looks like fog. It does. Yeah, it yeah. really does look like fog. Yeah. And it's just Canadian smoke. Yeah. Damn Canadians, build a wall. <laughs> <laughs> there was a wall. The smoke wouldn't get through. Scare a <laughs> smoke. So. Well, let's see. Hawks. Uh, I was just reading all the. There are some nice tributes to bats. Yeah, I'm I was sure. Reading, reading some of them on Twitter underneath the. It was the former. I mean, I found out about this last night, but was told that the family kind of wanted to keep it under wraps. But then when I woke up this morning, the former sports editor had tweeted it, so I just responded to his tweet. Sure. Since it's out. But yeah, I'm sure the families, they're, they're probably struggling. I'm sure. Well, I know they're struggling. I mean, it's just, I don't know how big his family is. I don't know who, who specifically he has his family, but whoever he has, I'm sure this is a tough day for him. Yeah, yeah, that's it's sad. Jesus. What? Uh, uh, the, somebody got a hold of the rest of that uh, tape of what he's saying. Who's he? Uh, Trump. Okay. And... Uh, He's talking about his uh, daughter's breasts. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. I didn't That's it. oogie. Who cares? Why do you care about stuff like that? I just opened it up to look at the tributes, and that's the first thing that's I, up I there. just, yeah. You. <laughs> yeah. So sick of that stuff. And the thing yeah. is, though, this stuff is, he's going up in the, he's only getting stronger in the Republican Party. His numbers are going up. Yeah. I mean, the more he gets prosecuted, his stronger he gets. Well, if he went on Fifth Avenue and killed somebody, the guy'd be president. I mean, he will. <laughs> I mean, I like I said, he is going to win the nominee unless something happens, which I don't see happening before. Well, hour or a year and a half. That's a long, long ways yet. Not so. in the court system. It's not at all. Oh no, no. I mean, not at all. So, and like I said, I think, hell, I think there there's a millions of these people that in this country that would vote for him if he were in jail. They'd vote for him. Yes. And be proud of it and climb to the highest mountain to brag about it. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't get it, but I'm done trying to get yeah. it. I'm there. They no, are who they are. Yeah. I'm just. Well, you can't. Yeah. I just no, hope there's more of us no, than them. Uh, there are way more. And when I say us, I'm not necessarily saying Democrats. I'm not. No, I'm not no, typecasting anybody. No. Just not just extreme MAGA nutballs. Yeah. Well, we're, now we've got uh, uh, Doug Burgum who's running. Uh, he's going to be on the uh, show uh, at seven thirty. He's on the Friday. South Dakota, right? Yeah, yeah. Self-made man. I've listened to his ad. Yeah, he's got an ad on TV too. He's yeah. all over the place. He's all over the place. He's spending some money, and sadly, where's he? Where's he pulling at right now? Where they're all pulling at? Nothing. Well, there's. I mean, Pence was at seven. DeSantis was at twenty-one. No, I don't think then it was four, three, one, and one, and then Trump was like at fifty. I mean, it's just. Yeah. It's. It's not even close. No. No. Yeah. Well, we'll see what he. You know. He says I was surprised his uh, press secretary got a hold of me. I think that's great that like he's at doing nine fifty-five at night. I mean, that's how you. It's how you win. Yeah. Got to give yourself at least a shot. He's obviously got the money. He's. A, yeah. What do you make his money in? Wasn't Mike? Didn't he have I, I don't do know, but he's. Uh, are you talking about Burgum? Yeah, isn't yeah. he like a billionaire? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he's got a billion dollar business. I don't know that he's a billionaire. But he's a multi millionaire. Oh yes. Yeah. I'll say more power to him. 
And we know now it doesn't, you don't have to be. I wonder how many more lifetime politicians are going to be president moving forward. I'll well, get, Trump has sort of changed point. the mold in that respect. Yeah. Yeah. It just proves that not everybody should grow up to be president. Uh, no, I would agree with that. Yeah, for sure. I thought he, yeah, he. Uh, but his ad says he invested in Great Plains software. Oh, okay. So uh, it grew into a successful large software company. He sold it to Microsoft for a one point one billion. There you in go. Two thousand one. Wow. There you go. Then he worked at Microsoft. So uh, he served as the board uh, chairman oh, for so Edison. He founded the Kilbourne Group, a Fargo-based real estate development firm. He's the co-founder of Arthur Ventures. So is he North Dakota or South Dakota? Dakota? North Dakota. Okay, because Christy yeah. Nome, South Dakota. Yeah, and she's badass crazy. Yeah. Kind of hot, though. A little yeah. bit. Yeah, there's some ad of her. She's acting like she's a plumber. She's underneath the sink and then it just, <laughs> what the well, hell? they're trying. Well, they do off. They're offering starting. At, what do they call apprentice jobs in South Dakota? Like starting at seventy-seven thousand dollars a year. I mean, it's That's an, pretty good. It's a job basically. It's a commercial basically saying, "Hey, come to South Dakota. We are thriving now." As uh, you know, in the economy, our economy is thriving, which kind of goes against the their argument that everything's miserable under Biden. So I don't know. I found it to be an interest. But no, they just claimed that you can get started like 80 grand there in apprentice work in here's, South Dakota. Here's his political positions. He uh, has endorsed Trump. Trump. He has yes. or hasn't? He has both times. Why? Oh, not now, though, obviously, since he's running. Yeah. Can you imagine if he endorses him, even though he's running against him? Yeah. <laughs> um, he's been very vocal of his support for the fossil fuel industry. Uh, he also signed a bill to create uh, clean energy. Uh, he supports the Dakota Access Pipeline. Uh, he wants a near total ban on abortion. Oh, this is going to be a great interview. <laughs> um, Will you fight with him? He's not anti-vax, is he? I'm looking. He's uh, signed a law banning the teaching of critical race theory. Oh, God, one of these guys. What the, f what the <laughs> I don't want to talk. When, when is this interview? Friday morning at 7.30. Take calls, too. You're going to take calls, aren't you? I don't uh, No. I got it. No, have you heard the people that call? That's why I'm saying take calls. <laughs> Fake <laughs> <laughs> Hey, <Yeah>. Doug. <laughs> so, yeah, he's so he's basically borderline MAGA. Yeah. So well, he is MAGA. He supported him twice. Well, he supported him twice, but he obviously doesn't support him now. No, because he's running. Yeah. Well, and that's ego. This ain't gonna be. And oh, that's ego is all it is. Do you think Trump's even heard of him? Oh yeah, he, Trump's endorsed him too. When, oh, okay. When he ran for governor. But do you think he? Oh, you think he's forgotten that moment? And he's, if somebody oh, yeah. named his name now, you think Trump? Would, no. Who's that? Who's that guy? Yeah. No. Now he's a traitor. Well, yeah. yeah now he's disloyal and traitor and, and evil. But I'm guessing two days after endorsing that guy, if you would have brought his name, who? He so what do you want me to do, Suter? I want you to fight with gloves him. Gloves on, gloves off. L gloves have to be on. Well, let Tommy do it then. Yeah. I mean, if you don't want to fight. Well, you oh, could, I don't care. Can't man. you discuss it as adults? No, I'm not. A, I'm not that capable. 
<laughs> Does he know anything about this station? Evidently not. <laughs> and you've just, already, they just look at ratings. They don't look at... And you've already got yeah. money from him, so he, yeah. Yeah. he's paid his bill? I just say I would hey. like him to spend some more. <laughs> Are you worried that interview like that would end it? <laughs> no, I don't think... One hand doesn't wash the other in those. Yeah. The agency that does the ad buys has nothing to do with... The, and I'm guessing this guy with all his money... That he's got a little money to spend. I would guess. Because I, like I said, I see him all over television. You want to get your word out, buy me out. <laughs> what if you offered you $5 million for the station? Sold. This chair would be spinning right now. <laughs> I wouldn't. Would I have to come in the next day? I don't know. You'll have to ask him. <laughs> so 7.30 Friday, huh? I, I'm usually up. Hell, I'll be coming in an hour and a half, so I usually listen the days I come in just to see what the... I'm generally walking the dog at that point, so I, I won't hear it. Probably. Why don't you and Tommy both do it? To where... well, we'll, oh, they will. We'll both do Where's it. Hunter? He's on vacation. Hunter's on? Where'd you, where'd he go? It's home. a staycation. Yeah. Okay, he's, God, I hope he's not vacation, listening. Vacation, no. Jim, if you're listening, turn it off it. and go for a walk. Or you just... let... No, it's terrible out in these... Or not, oh, go for a walk at the mall. He's having a little uh, procedure done tomorrow. Oh, Okay. And Captain Steve had the same procedure. Yeah. And Sugar Ray had the same procedure. Yeah. So, yeah. Go out for a walk. Breathe it in. <laughs> yeah, that's something I won't have to, I won't be doing today. So, um, you were saying about the Hawks, they had, they've had five commitments in the last six days. Started Got three yesterday, right? Um, well, they had Gavin Hoffman. Reese Vanderzee, uh-huh. and um, who was the third one? Because the day before oh, they had Devin boy. Kennedy and Graham Eben, then they had Michael Burt on the twenty second. Oh God, who was? The so I think it. I, I don't. So you think it was only two? Well, I, I, I wrote about. I mean, I wrote Gavin Hoffman and Reese Vanderzee. Those are the two we wrote about yesterday, and then Devin Kennedy and Graham Eben. Now Graham Eben's a preferred walk on. Um, when was Devin Kennedy? Wasn't he yesterday? No, he was the day before. Oh, was he, he was with Graham even. Okay. And then Michael Burt's the fifth. So that's five since June 22nd. Four of them are on scholarship, and two of them are tight ends. Michael Burt. And actually, Rob's going to be doing a podcast with Michael Burt here in, in the next day or two that'll be up on Hawk Fanatic. That should be an interesting one, talking to him about he had a Nebraska offer, and he turned him down. So I always uh, like those. So And then um, um, Reese Vanderzee is a 6'5", 195. Pound receiver, and he also played defensive back for that team. Central Lions got three Division One Iowa recruits, 229 students in their high school, and three of them are headed to Iowa. Three of them on the last year's team are going to be playing football at Iowa, two on scholarship. That's lots of high schools go decades without producing three Iowa football players in back-to-back years, and this team did it in back-to-back seasons, which is very impressive. And no wonder they won the state tournament. They were 13-0. I mean, they have three three future Iowa football players playing Class 2A football. So yeah, five commitments. They're up to fifteen now in the fifteen scholarship commitments in the 2014, 2024 class. So I, I I know those ratings are who knows, but so do you have any idea where that's rated and among our peer institutions? What do you mean? Our, Number twenty-four ranked in I the country. Don't, I don't pay number to that, thirty. No. And, and that stuff right now is so 
misleading because teams like Alabama, a lot of those teams load up on five stars at the end. It's just yeah. I don't pay any attention to that, the, the, the ratings and the crystal balls and stuff like that. I just don't have any interest in that. I mean, this is, looks like another typical Iowa class. It just looks like – I still think they need more help. But I still think this class needs more perimeter skill space players on offense and defense, guys that could play either cornerback, safety, or wide receiver. They need more of those. There's not a lot of those in this class right now at all. No, And that's right. where they're really hurting on. And that's where they seem to be struggling. And they've always had a history of stuff. They rarely get really athletic, high-ranked receivers. It just doesn't happen. This Reese Vanderzee does look pretty athletic. And maybe, he does. Maybe I hold it against him a little bit because he's a white kid from Iowa. Maybe that's me being reverse prejudice. It could be. I mean, but he does look very athletic. I know he's got really good vertical jump. And 6'5", if you know how to use that, man, if he could be like a Todd Blythe. Remember him for that Iowa was, State? That was the person I was thinking of when I've seen his films. Yeah, and he's kind of similar built to Casper's kid who went to Oregon. And the, um, and like Tom Living said, he's not a blazer, but you don't need to be a blazer in Iowa's offense. With the way Iowa they, Iowa does really well with possession receivers, and I think saying possessions kind of slights him a little bit. That doesn't mean they're not athletic, but that just means he looks like the kind of guy that's going to be able to make good catches in traffic and whatever, maybe he won't just burn by Ohio State safeties and what have you. But they need, but they still they need to get more pieces to put with um, Reese because this twenty four class now up to fifteen. There's just not a lot of offensive skill in it right now. No, there's just not. James Reese for the quarterback. Xavier Williams is a big two hundred and twenty five, two hundred thirty pound running back. And Reese Vanderzee. That I mean, they do have Brevin Brevin Dahl who's a running back. Now, he's somebody who I think if it doesn't work out for him at running back, he could shift to either D-back or slot receiver because he is fast. I mm -hmm. mean, and I, you know, and I'm not going to be a reverse prejudice just because he's a, a white guy from a small town in Iowa. That's not going to erase that he can really move. He's a 10-500 guy. He's really fast. He's as fast as any other – most recruits going to Ohio State, what have you. So they do have him, but right now they have him as a running back. And you need more, though. They, that's the one thing when I look at the 24 class. They need more space players, guys that can do stuff in space. Well, a lot of the classes, the Iowa players, too. Seven of the 15. Yeah, that's a, or, that's yeah, a chunk. That's, that's a chunk, but that's, that's not fairly that typical, unusual. isn't it? That's fairly typical. It's just another typical Iowa class. Like the two guys that committed yesterday, three stars. This Gavin Hoffman, he's a three-star from um, Overland Park, Kansas. That's a typical Iowa recruit. Yep. Michael Burt, the kid from Omaha. The fact that he's from Omaha is a little unique, but he's a three-star. He had some pretty good offers, but he didn't get that three-star, and he didn't get a lot of his offers until Iowa was the first to offer him less than a month ago. His recruitment just blew up, and then boom, and within a matter of weeks, he's committed. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll look forward to his podcast. It'll be interesting to see what he says. And just, hey, i got to send a shout-out. I'm not sure if I did this on a previous show. Dallas Jones' younger brother just committed to Nebraska. Donovan oh. Jones, a defensive back from Omaha. And, yeah, he, um, he, his recruitment literally blew up in like a month. He had an offer from, like, South Dakota State like a month ago. That was his first offer. Then Wyoming offered him like a week ago. And then, boom, he goes to Nebraska's, pro, Nebraska's big summer workout thing last Saturday. I guess he had a great performance there. They offered him on the spot, and he committed the next okay. day. So congratulations to Donovan Jones. Dallas is thinking about doing a podcast with him, too. It'll be interesting because Dallas is an Iowa fan. He went to Iowa. I think that could be a fun listening to two brothers – Kind of so he's not a trader then? No, he's Since not. Since he's going to Nebraska. Yeah, he lives in Omaha. He grew up in Omaha. Dallas grew up in Waterloo. And um but yeah, no, he's um and Iowa hadn't I don't believe Iowa offered him. Nebraska did, but I think obviously Nebraska was the offer this yeah. kid was waiting well, for. Sure. And he got it. So yeah, congratulations to him. I think it's great, man, when these kids 
achieve dreams oh, like that's, that. That's great. And no knock against South Dakota State or Wyoming, but there's a big difference if you're a kid from Omaha being offered by South Dakota State and Wyoming and then getting one from Nebraska. I mean, mm. that. So, yeah, Dallas. I, I'm going to tease Dallas, though, now. He's always going to – he's got this um, – because Dallas is a diehard Iowa fan. He loves Iowa. And now he's got a brother who's – a younger brother who's playing football in Nebraska. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, so good luck to him, I guess, when, except when he's playing Iowa. Except when he's playing Iowa. Then I'd like to see him have a rough game, but then God, he can snap, there, thought, snap back the next I didn't game. know how far you were going to take that. <laughs> How about he has a great game, and yet Iowa still finds a way to prevail, despite no. the greatness of Donovan Jones, Dallas' no. younger brother? <laughs> Not even. No. No. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. I'd like to see Donovan have a great game, but then yet Iowa prevails. What do you got, Steve? What's your phone telling you now? It's uh, telling me I love this song. I've heard it. It's been years. Why are we listening to this? It's Omaha. I'm Moby Grape. So I've actually, I think we have a Moby Grape album at home. I believe there's this, I've got this stack of, it's got like Manassas. I think Moby Grape's in there. You do any Moby Grape in the band? We did not. Um, Stephen Steele's was in Manassas, right? Yes. Yeah, the it's them sitting on a picnic table. Stephen Steele's and four other guys with big boots and long yeah. hair and mustaches. But there's some real. I'm gonna have to look through those. I may maybe I'll bring some in and Love we can put them. We can put them next to the wall of shame. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mind that song. That is I such that a, was isn't that such a '60s. Very it's much. It's got so. that '60s yeah. psychedelic yeah. sound to it. I mean, I don't know why. I just love that song. After a while, those songs all start to blend yeah. together. But it's not as good as um, "Stranded in Iowa." And they were coming from. They weren't yeah. far from Omaha. They were leaving Omaha, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. Manfred Man, Stranford. I love yeah. that song. Yeah. Why don't you ever play that? We do. Play it. I think I've made You're right. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it. I've heard it. I will. Who comes in today? I want to request that song. <laughs> it's, Is it's that Molly more, today? Yeah, but it's more like a winter song. No, not really. You always find reasons not to play. I mean, you let Menu Boy play whatever he wants. No, on this I channel, do not. But and I'm going to request Strand I, in Iowa. First of all, I don't. Even, I don't want Menu Boy playing anything. And yet his uh, uh, songs, I. Yeah, talk they, to Scooter and uh, Larry. Hell, they promote them all week. Yeah. <laughs> like people are planning their schedules around the four minutes of Menu Boy song. What is it this week? Do you know what it What was it last week? I don't. We turned out all three of them. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to request from Molly, Stranded in Iowa. Yeah. When did that come out? Was that late, early 70s? That wasn't 60s, was it? That was oh, in the. Man, was Manfred Mann around in the 60s? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do what did he? That's right, that's right. Manfred Mann's Earth Band. A lot of people, there actually is not a Manfred Mann, right? I don't think I don't believe no. so. No. So I wonder what, the, wonder what the history is for that name. Because it isn't it Manfred Mann's Earth Band? No, it actually, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, this is how we can play it. It came out in 1980. It Really? Yes. Does that surprise you? It came what, out stranded in Iowa? Yes. Yeah. I loved it when it first came out. I... I am. Um, you don't not like have, it, do you? It doesn't do much for me. Huh? I, I would not have imagined it came out in 1980. Why, I do, you, why do you think I like it? It's a weird voice. There's gonna be a breakdown. Sound effects. <laughs> no, I th no, I think yeah. No, yeah. there's just something about that song that yeah. really. When I first heard, it, I'm like, yeah. I'm not a huge man for man. Like yeah. blinded. by There's it. your buddy, Steve. 
Who is it? You'll be uh, talking to him Friday. Yeah, Doug. Oh, Doug, it's his commercial? Yeah. He no, looks he's like, being interviewed. He on looks like, interview? Look at him. He looks like Eugene Levy a little bit. He looks a little bit like Beavis, too, his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you know you look like Beavis? So he's so insignificant that Trump doesn't even make fun of him, does he? Not yet. I heard Trump saying the other day that he's not going to make fun of the one and two percent. He called them the one and two percenters. He goes, "What's the point?" You know, but yeah. And like I said, I told you I take great enjoyment in Trump making fun well, of. Well, I'm going to tell him right off where the station stands and where I. And stand. if he's a mature and politician, he'll be able to handle that. Yeah, right? and I'll Tom? say, "What can you?" What do you have that would appeal to someone like, like me. me? Yeah, or to someone like most of the people that work at this station. Yeah, well, what? Do, what do you, yeah, or this county. But see, that's a good. I mean, you can. That's say fair. That. That's totally yeah. fair. That's fair. That's politics. Yeah. And if he's an adult, he'll answer it hopefully in a constructive, mature yeah. way, yeah. and you'll end up just agreeing to disagree on a lot of issues. Probably so. Yeah. And how you handle it is however you handle it. I'm asking him about Caitlin Clark. Not going to muzzle you. Are you going to ask him about Caitlin Clark? <laughs> Just the way you said it is suggesting that I muscle us. Are you going to ask him about Caitlin Clark? Huh? Caitlin Clark. Yeah. Why? That could be a, it could be a deal. It could be a. Caitlin Clark. Ask him about Caitlin Clark. Ask him about the submersible. What his thoughts are. Who do you blame for the submersible? And he'll blame Biden. Biden. <laughs> Biden. <laughs> You know, the ask him about the all the Somebody flight. Somebody did blame Biden. Oh, I the, of course they did. Ask him about the flight have, delays. You know, here was yeah. Um, God dang it! Well, they said they did. They kept they kept the concealed because they wanted. Okay. But they blamed him because we should have had you know uh, laws and how they can construct. It. They didn't construct it here in this country. Yeah, I mean, and those are the same people that bitch about regulations. Yeah, yeah. Until they can use it to their advantage. Yeah. But no, ask him about the all the um, delayed the flight cancellations. Yeah. See what he says about that. I'm sure Mayor Pete's getting blamed for that, isn't he? Since oh, sure. Yes. And I don't think it's you can't in situations like this you can't blame one person. Well, they can't find enough people to to. Well, work. the CEO from United's blaming Mayor Pete because he's he's pushing the blame yeah. off on someone and, else. And at the FFA, well, if you can't. Find enough people to work. You can't you find problem. enough people. And then the weather has been better. an issue too. I mean, you yeah. can't do anything about the weather. They interviewed somebody. It may have been on CNN. This couple, they were at their reunion. Their can't flight got canceled twice, so they rented a car and drove twenty six hours home from New York to Florida. Yeah, because they just like we, we probably would still be up there right now. We've had to do that before too. To do, not from twenty six hours. I've but. only had to do that from Denver one time. Coming back from that miserable two thousand ten Arizona football game where the fans were just. Remember that game yeah. where Iowa lost and the Arizona fans were maybe the worst I've ever experienced. They were the worst I've ever experienced. You pussy Iowa media. I mean, just yelling at the Iowa media as we're walking in because we brought our nameplates yeah. on. Yeah, you Iowa media, you suck. You pussies, go home. You know, I'm just like, Jesus, am I playing in this game? They were nasty, and now I find out that it was the same for fans. Yeah, oh, never seen anything like that. And then, of course, Iowa lost to Mike Stoops. We flew from Tucson to um, Denver. And then our flight just kept getting canceled from Denver to where we finally said, man, we got to get back by Monday. So we rented a car, and it was I slept all the way through Nebraska. And then I tweeted afterwards, it's the best time I've ever had in Nebraska. And then, of course, <laughs> see, Batman wouldn't have done that. Batman was a better man than me. He would not have provoked and been petty and immature like me. One good thing I got a kick out of Twitter this week weekend is when, when the guy that was going to do the coup 
uh, in Russia backed out mm -hmm. and everybody. And he's posting this stuff on Twitter and Telegram, which I don't have. But he's posting what he's doing, this guy. And people are calling, hey, you pussy, you coward. Yeah. <laughs> it's so odd. I mean, the guy's a scumbag in a lot of ways, but he ain't a coward. No, but I mean, it's so odd that they're that they're on Twitter yeah. along with, I mean, it's just ridiculous that you've got world leaders and, you know, military leaders, and they're on Twitter. It, it just, to yeah. me, is... It's stupid. It's well, Like I said, there's people who I think the first thing they do when they wake up is rush to get on Twitter, and then they just start agitating. That's what they do. Yeah. That's what they live for. I, I mean... The one that it'll say media influencer and you'll look at their account and they follow like 4,000 more people than follow them, you know? And I see tons of accounts like that, which is, it's like they're addicted to this stuff. Yeah. Well, in a way. And I think some are. I think there's t probably social media addiction to have there's Oh, been, no, there is. Oh, absolutely. I think yeah. I remember re CNN yeah. or somebody maybe interviewed this mother whose son was on social media platforms like 16 hours a day. She couldn't get him off him. Yeah. And she was, didn't know what to do, and they almost were treating it like a drug, like you got to go through therapy almost. Yeah, no, there's no, there's addiction. Caitlin Clark's actually doing a pod. She's doing a Zoom call um, here in like two, three minutes. Really? Yeah. Hopefully Dallas is doing it. He said he was going to cover it, but I forgot to remind him about it. But um, I'm not sure if they're going to produce. What's it about? To um, her award John that she just got. No, the John Deere. Oh. They're promoting the John Deere. I'm sure she'll probably mention something about that. But if you've been on Twitter, there's been tons of interviews with her. I posted a bunch of stuff on her talking about um, how proud she was to win that award. This is more to this is through the John Deere. It's it's basically the only access you're going to get to her leading into it. My guess is they're going to be pretty guarded with her over there too. I mean, they're probably going to have a lot of security around her. I don't know how many on the course interviews she's going to be doing, but they got a great. I mean, oh, it's a well-run. It's a professional yeah. tournament. Yeah, and they've got security, and it. Yeah, there won't be any. She won't have. It'll any be interesting. Problems. It'll be interesting to see if they. I know Batman's covered that thing a few times. It wouldn't surprise me if they do some type of tribute to Batman over, over there. I mean, since you know he, he was working for the Times for since well thirty eight years, thir almost thirty nine years ago. So what he started in nineteen eighty four. God, he started my freshman year in college. That's when he started working for the Quad City Times. And held on to the job that long. That's, that long. That's good. And loved every minute yeah. of it. With all the layoffs and all the yeah. well changes. I think part of the, the they would have been, yeah, I know we're, we're struggling as a newspaper industry, but you realize this guy does the work of three people. We don't need to, we can't cut him. They, I mean, they, they were smart to keep him because they got every penny out of him. I mean, I'm not guys saying like, they exploited him, but man, they rode him like a mule, And but he didn't seem to mind. Well, and guys like that usually are not, pushing for raises and stuff i think he just enjoyed doing the job and yeah. wanted to be respected well I, I trust me i was in the newspaper but i'd i left the newspaper business in 14 i don't i don't remember getting a raise at the press citizen in my last four five six years they stopped giving raises in the newspaper business a long time ago and except for in really extremely rare situations i mean how could you give raises like during my time at the press citizen i took eight furloughs can you yeah. imagine giving raises while you're, well, but you're also going to, that's, you can't, you can't, how do you give raises when you're telling people to go on furlough? And, and I saw in one of Batman's tweets, he had written about how he was going on furlough. So I guess the Quad City Times now are doing furloughs. Well, they, they were fighting because this uh, uh, 
venture capitalist uh, group. They wanted to uh, buy out Lee, and uh, they were trying to get the shareholders. And See, whenever those businesses buy them, they just suck they everything them. out of the papers. And they don't care. It becomes nothing but a bottom line. No, business. that's all it is. It's, yeah. All it is is to buy it, to make money, and then dump it. Yep. That's all. Or that's maybe even to do. help as a tax relief on other parts of what they do. Yeah. So that's not a good thing when a venture ca- or a hedge fund buys a newspaper because yeah. they're just not that's in it. That's what it was. It was a hedge they're fund. They're just not into it for the journalistic reasons. Yeah, the hedge fund wanted to, kept trying to buy it out. No, it, it, they actually, uh, and they had a newspaper in Muscatine, and uh, they, uh, they closed it. I mean, it's all Quad City Times under the masthead. Well, now you got Muscatine, Quad City Times, and I believe Mason City are all yeah. together. Yeah. And then you got um, Iowa City. I'm not sure if it's still with. I don't know if it's. I don't think it's with Burlington anymore. But it's now hooked up with Ames, and they're. It's just. I mean, they're all just clinging to each other to survive. Yeah. And, yeah. and I feel bad, but that's just. I mean. Uh, newspapers are just, they're, they're just never going to be what they were. Now they got to basically focus all their attention on keeping their online product small. That's why, like, when you pick a, I picked, I was, I went and got a soda at Ray's place yesterday and I picked up, the, I had picked up the Press Citizen and it's just tiny. I mean, the paper itself it is, is tiny. It's a pamphlet. It really is. Hello. Yeah, good morning. Hey, I. You cut out, Bill. I thought you were going to say that's the best call he's ever made. <laughs> no, that's the... It's a joke. <laughs> Trying to joke on this sad day. <laughs> if we can't joke at the expense of your callers, you're what do gonna, we got? <laughs> you're going to have to call back. Well, I was so surprised it was the real one. He doesn't call much. <laughs> well, he's got that big 4th of July uh, yeah. show out at the, at the fairgrounds. fairgrounds. What yeah. do you mean, show? His antique. Oh, yeah, so, okay. I yeah. thought maybe he was performing. No. Bill Ackerman does Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing on the fourth? I haven't really planned anything. We might. I don't know. I've never I planned anything yet. Fourth is. Uh, I've never. I don't know. I mean, back when I had dogs, I hated it because it just made them miserable. Yeah. They start fireworks, start going off at nine in the morning, and the dogs are just freaking well, weird the rest get, of the day. Yeah, it should be pointed out not to let your pets out. Uh, during this time with fireworks. Because it's hard enough because they can hear them in the house still. Well, and they get lost. Yeah, that's true. More pets are lost during this time of the year than any other time of the year because of the fireworks. Wopsy had a rough night last night with all the... Thunder. With all the thunder. And and then also, uh, 2 o'clock in the morning, one of my uh, smoke detectors decided to start beeping. (sighs) What'd she do with that? Oh, she goes crazy. Yeah, no, my dogs. My dogs didn't go crazy. They got disturbed like it was hurting them. I mean, it scared the crap out of them. So, yeah, that's why I've always been a paranoid, paranoid about my smoke detectors. I remember one time taking the batteries out of one of them because I couldn't get it to work. Yeah. As long as I, I mean, I've got one upstairs and two down in the basement and one in my kitchen. I got enough. But, yeah, dogs. So what, when you say she goes crazy, like running around or? Mine would go and run and hide in a corner. Well, like last night... Uh, I had to get up and go pee and threw my legs over the side of the bed and she was there and oh, she's never there. Never there? Yeah. Oh, that's what happens with uh, when it storms with Lily. Uh-huh. Lily usually now is going downstairs because it's summer and it's it's cooler. And so she goes downstairs, but, uh, you know, she hears thunder. 
but I can't tell the thunder from uh, from Broadway and Cross Park because <laughs> even in the storm, set the fireworks. Well, so. smoke detector bugged my dogs way more than thunder did. Thunder bugged them, but nothing like a smoke. I just think that high pitched screeching sound just just frazzled their eardrums because no, they have I, such sensitive I ears. I had to get up and find it and then change it. I can't understand how I was sitting in Coralville. It cost them fourteen thousand dollars to do the fireworks display, which usually is about an hour, 20 minutes, maybe 90 minutes. And yet Broadway, they're lighting them off for a month and a half. 14000 that's all it costs? That's, 14 to, to 15000 That seems incredibly cheap. That's yeah. what they say it wow. cost them. I would have thought it would be 10 times. The yeah, I just got old. a pamphlet in the mail yesterday from Best Buy saying, hey, here's a $4,500 refrigerator that we'll sell you for 3800 Save seven. Why do I need a $4,500 refrigerator? It looked like something out of the future. I'm not going to buy one that expensive. They got them now. I'd here's, rather get a $2,000 refrigerator for like 1000 if well, there's one of those out there. Here's, so, here's what's so stupid is they've got now where they've got cameras inside the refrigerator. I don't need that. And you can look on your phone to see what groceries you have. Why don't you just... Don't you think $4,500 a little... A don't you think $4,500 yes. a little expensive for a refrigerator? Yeah. By, uh, in... Uh, because they've got such small apartments and kitchens in uh, Germany, my brother's got a refrigerator and it's got a TV in the, on the door. And Why? And built in. So because they don't have room to put TVs in their kitchens. Very small apartments. Well, why do you need a TV in your kitchen? I don't know, but they've got, that's what they've got in the you door. You don't even have a TV in your kitchen, do or do no. you? No. No. I mean. No, I don't. Do you have one like in your bathroom? My mom no. had one in. Well, kitchen. I think my she mom had a little. She, my mom had a little one she'd put up on the counter. Yeah. But she, but she didn't have like a flat screen hanging no. on a wall in her kitchen. She had a little one she'd watch her soap operas. I remember when she was retired, she loved watching um, Young and Restless and um, what was the other one? She Days loved? of we, Our Lives. We'd always make as fun. The world turns. No, she was more young and we'd make fun of her and she'd Search tell us for tomorrow. No, my she, mother watched all of those. She'd tell things. us to go to hell. She'd tell me to go to hell. <laughs> I would make fun of her for watching soap operas, and she says, well, why don't you just go to hell? <laughs> and I remember, well, I'm like, Mom, you seriously want me to go to hell? And she's like, it wouldn't hurt you for a while. Spend a, little, spend a little time down there. That's what she told me. Spend a little time down there. It might do you some good. You know? My worry would be going in and not being able to get back out. Hey, I want out of here. Well, I think once you go there, you're... You're stuck? Oh, well, yeah. There's no, there's no there's no exit strategy. Even Andy Dufresne couldn't get out of hell. Is that what you're saying? It's like you either go to hell or iHeart. It's one or the other. Or, or the Iowa Lodge. Didn't you say that's the gateway to hell? That's hell's waiting room. Hell's waiting room. Okay. That's mean. You take mean shots at your at your. What's what do you say about that? Where the only where the only handicap is golf view. That's Only mean. Ha- and the handicap is alcohol. That, that's kind of mean. Yeah, mean spirited. Well, but it gets a laugh. That's, well, that's, if you read the reports. Oh, okay. You're basing it on the reports. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and we do have access tomorrow. We have press conference with the Iowa with select members of the Iowa men's basketball team. So, well, that'll I be mean, fun. And um, of course, we had been on last week, but it'd be nice to talk to some of these newcomers and. Be nice to see how Desante Bowen's doing. I don't know how many players they're going to make available, but that's tomorrow at two o'clock. And I'll tell you, that's going to be sad because that's something Batman would be at front and center, and he's not going to be there tomorrow. And it's going to be depressing. Well, I'm sure uh, it'll be really depressing. Still, people will address it. 
Well, it's not. This is just where they bring players, and we just talk to them kind of one. But it's not going to be an actual press. Conference. Oh, I got you. I'm not sure how Matt, Matt will handle whatever. I mean, Matt, my get, uh, Matt will handle it like a professional. Iowa will. Ha- I'm sure the next time we have access to Kirk, Kirk will say something. Kirk will probably send something to people. I mean, Kirk's great that way. I mean, I remember when my um, when my mother died, I got a letter from. Nice letter from Kirk, and this was after. I mean, I, you know, we'd had our, we'd had our moments. I'd, re- but Kirk is very good that way, and it meant a lot to me. I still got it. It's in my. Oh, and I, he's really great he's about great that something. Way. Like he's that. really good. When that. I okay. had uh, cancer, I, he sent me just the most. But yeah, he's really good at sending letters yeah. to people, and my, and he will. I'm sure he will send it to the right people, because I'm sure Kirk had a lot of respect for Batman. Batman just quiet. Batman is an awful lot like Kirk in a lot of ways. He kind of handled his job the way Kirk handled his, just very nuts and bolts, meat and potatoes, very determined, very organized, just deal with it and embrace the grind. That's kind of how Kirk, and that's kind of how so, Batman was. Okay, heaven forbid, but something happens to you. How, how do you want us to, do you want, you know, I hope his mother didn't get his wish. Her wish. Uh, you guys can handle that any way you want. Yeah. Just you can say at least he's hopefully he's up with his dogs again and his parents, you know. Unless his mother sent him to. Unless his mother sent him back to hell. <laughs> no, this is getting sad now. Well, yeah, I mean, he's the one who brought it up. He's got he's got me dying now. Unless his mother sent him to hell. <laughs> we have a call. Yes. We're making Hello. him wait through this. Hello. Hi, um, boy, I'm almost, uh, don't know if I should have called or not now, but I've been listening all morning, and I, I'm sorry for your loss, Pat, and everybody else. I did want to bring up to Pat, and I haven't for a while, have you seen the 30 for 30 uh, on Bill Walton? Yes. Oh, I, th- did you like it or not like it? I liked it. I mean, yeah, I think all their documentaries are solid. I could have liked yeah. it more, but no, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. It, it was great because it, it went back to his interaction with coach wood i would have liked more of that yeah yeah and all that kind of stuff and how uh, everything but what i really liked is how they tied in grateful dead music all yes that was very cool i thought it was really good and they had to because it was a major part of his life teary-eyed one minute yeah it was a major part of his life i liked the video of him playing basketball when he was like 12 years old i don't know how they found that I mean, that stuff is incredible. Yeah. But, no, it was. Yeah, okay. I'll talk to you guys okay. later. Have a good morning. Thanks. Bye. But, yeah, he was in the same graduating class as my oldest sister, the class of 1970. I would like to have seen a little bit more of the stuff. I mean, I remember the Boston Celtics stuff. I thought all that stuff was interesting. But, no, it was a good four. It was a four-part documentary. And I have issues with ESPN sometimes, but their documentaries are always the 30 rock. By They're 30s. always rock solid. They're very good. I mean, the big, in fairness to the Big Ten Network, their documentaries are usually pretty good. They are. Yeah, and I thought the Chris Street one was well done, but though the ESPN when they do these documentaries, they are they are top notch, and it's a topic I was interested in. And yeah, these thirty for thirty series have been like the one on Allen Iverson was very good. Some of them I don't like just because I'm not interested in. The, well, sure, like they do in the one the history of the gladiators that 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 te- that television show. Yeah, where I wouldn't watch I that. I no. couldn't care less. No. For some people. If they like that stuff, I bet they re- watched it like, man, that was well done. I yeah. just have no interest. No, in it. zero. But no, the Bill Walton one was definitely one I had interested in. He basically was given a lifetime pass to all the dead shows. He toured with them. He spent a lot of time with them. And it took him a while to convince him to start coming backstage because he was really shy. He had a really bad speech impediment. 
early on. It's hard to believe we're listening to him now doing a game that he had trouble speaking before. And they finally got him to start coming backstage to dead shows. And once he did, boom, he was a, he was a fixture. Like He toured with him sometimes. I think he went over to Egypt with him and what have you. No, it was a, a neat story. And Bob Weir was part of the documentary. They interviewed him. Boy, is he getting old. Man, I, I... Yeah. And then I keep thinking, Jerry's been dead for almost 30 years. Isn't that incredible? Jerry's been dead since August of 95. Yeah, he's been dead for 28 years. That is incredible. I remember um, I bought some Jerry Garcia ties from Bremer's. Those were really popular for a they while. They were. And they were good ties, Weren't they good too. ties? Oh, yeah. I was told they were really good, kind of kind of ritzy ties. Weren't they sort of expensive? They were, yeah, they were. Well, Bremer's always had good stuff. Yeah, they did, yeah. But, no, Jerry made some money on that. Yeah. So, yeah, no, 20, it'll be 28 years this August that we've been without Jerry. But, no, the Bill Walton documentary, you guys would find it interesting. There's a lot of music in it, and um, he's an interesting topic. Well, he is. He's, he's a very interesting extremely person. Extremely opinionated. Very opinionated, very liberal. I mean, when he went to the UCLA campus, I mean, he and John Wooden butt heads on a lot of things, but there was a mutual respect. And the thing about Bill Walton, though, that's easy to forget because he's kind of turned into, I mean, his personality now and just his character now behind the – you forget that when healthy, one of the greatest centers of all time, one of the greatest. Oh, basketball. he was incredible. He was incredible. He was, in a lot of ways, he was Nikola Jokic before. I mean, he was an early man, Nikola Jokic, the way he played. He got the outlet pass off as fast as Jokic did. He could handle the ball. He was just so gifted. He was so good. God, to think UCLA went from having Jabbar to Bill Walton. I know. Think about that stretch. Isn't that incredible? That's incredible. That is an incredible stretch. He had a great documentary on him on. Uh... Uh, a 60 Minutes Presents. On Bill Walton? And, yeah, and it did a whole hour on him. Yeah, no, I mean, the ESPN one was four hours. I mean, it was long. It was four different parts. But it's a, fun, it's a good story to tell. What's interesting is uh, his mom was still alive when they did this documentary. I don't know if she still is now, but his parents knew nothing about sports. Couldn't have cared less about sports. Knew nothing about it, but Bill Walton... Said, he goes, man, he goes, I had the greatest parents in the world. My guess is he wasn't pressured into doing anything. Yeah. He was, they gave him um, the right to express himself. And when they interviewed his mom and they were talking about how great Bill was, she right away, she's like, well, you know, I'd like to think that all four of our children were great at what they do. And Bill had an older brother who I think was two years older than him who played pro football. He was a big 6'6". His name was Bruce, I believe. He, he was like 6'6", 240, and Bill said his sophomore year, if anyone tried to pick on him, boom, you were, you, my brother was knocking you out. His brother was big. He played Division One football, and he did play for the Dallas Cowboys, in the, which I was not aware of that. So, but they show the house he grew up in. He went and interviewed the high school coach. It, it, was, it, was, a, it was a thorough. It was very done. But they're always, their stuff is very good. And, you know, in ESPN, it catches a lot of slack. Some of it's deserved, and they're losing, and they're laying off employees left and right like everyone else is. But they yeah. still can put out a good documentary when they put the resources to it. Yeah. The ones I've seen are excellent. Absolutely excellent. I'd like to see a documentary on the 1980 Final Four team. I think that would be a fun one. Yeah. I'm not saying ESPN should do it, but I think that would be an interesting one. And I think a lot of the younger Iowa fans would learn a lot about that team. I mean, it's been 43 years. Maybe the Big Ten should do that. I think maybe, maybe that would be a good suggestion. I'm sure other people have probably suggested that, but... I think that would be a real neat documentary. Of course, we're a little biased, but I think a lot of people outside of even Iowa would watch that because I, I think it would be good to remind people just how great Ronnie Lester was. And I know we didn't like how he left, but Lou Dolson still did a lot of good for Iowa basketball. Oh, for that, sure. I mean, he rebuilt that program when it was in pretty sorry shape under Dick Schultz. Yes, he did. He just left for – and 
looking back on it, for him at least, he made the right choice. Well, I guess, yeah, yeah as it went, turns out. I mean, he turned Arizona into a program, uh, into an elite program, and his wife obviously wanted to be in a warmer climate and kind of a vacation-type climate and what have you. And Now, your Pollyanna Hawk fans would tell you, well, he could have done the same thing at Iowa. Possibly, but I think it was easier to do at UCLA, uh, at Arizona, yeah, Arizona, partly because of what was going on at UCLA. The wooden years were over. Mm-hmm. And I just think top to bottom, usually Big Ten's stronger than. And the one thing you do at Arizona, even though I wasn't crazy about Tucson, it's still a, when you're recruiting Iowa, the weather and, and, and nothing has anything to do with it. Arizona, you can push the warmer climate. Oh, that's true. There's something you can push. With Iowa, you have to push everything else but the weather. But it's the same with. Indiana and Purdue and most schools in the Big Ten. I mean, USC. Ohio State, Michigan, yeah, none of them Michigan could really. State, hey, come State. here, man. Our weather in Columbus is great. No, Arizona though, you can push the weather. So I think Lute saw that, and I think there were just a number of things that he saw, and I think he saw a sleeping giant. And he was right. Today in Tucson, it's going to be a hundred and seven, but it's dry. It's dry heat. Yeah, that's well, what they'll tell you. Yeah, well, they're full of crap. What is it in Dallas right now? See what Dallas. Okay. See what's going on with. Uh, 102 today, 102 tomorrow, 100 on Friday, 96 on Saturday, 95 on Sunday, 96 on Monday, Jesus. 95 on Tuesday, wow. 95, 95, 95. God, brutal. That is, that's too much. That's just too, I could not live in Texas for a number of reasons. Weather, no, weather being just one of them. Politics are, are crazy. Everybody, yeah. uh, my uh, sister-in-law says she goes into supermarkets and everybody's got a gun in the holster. It's like the Wild West. It, it's except, ridiculous. Yeah, except for the fact that the Wild West, that's a myth. That's TV. Because most people did not own guns. or have, No. The only people that had guns and usually rifles were people that were on farms in the rural area. And they needed them to kill, you know, whatever was attacking their cattle. Mm-hmm. No, that's 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 a myth. And now everybody's got a gun in the whole story. Shane was on the other day. I watched it twice. Yeah, that's, I love Shane. That it's my favorite. Come western. back, Shane. That's it's my favorite western. That's how we named Shane. Shane. I know. It's my favorite western yeah. of all time. Jack Palance is great. He's creepy in that. No, movie. that's a great movie. Yeah. I did find it a little surprising, though, that the little kid was able to run as fast as he did, catching up to Shane there. And basically, the dog never did catch. This kid's like eight years old, and he's running like three miles. And that was the part that I found a little hard to believe. And when he got to the town, he wasn't even breathing hard. You know, I think there was a. I think they took a little liberty with the script there. Well, and then they, you know, he's being watched by all these agents. You know. What? Yeah, for his running ability. Oh. And the kid ended up, Brandon DeWilde, ended up dying. He got killed in a car wreck in his 20s in Denver, Colorado. Really? Like in the mid, like 1977 or something like that. Yeah, he was driving an SUV or a van or something. It went off the road and hit a, and he died like in 1977. His name was Brandon DeWilde. That was one of his first movies Isn't he did. Some... I always pronounced it Brandon De- DeWilde. Or maybe, but I, it, whatever. I'm, I'm probably wrong. It, maybe it, it's either DeWilde or De- it's D-E-W-I-L-D-E. Okay. But he was from Manhattan, what? New York, and he did, he was great in that movie. What happened? Uh, somebody just drowned from the NFL. Yeah, um, or... Ryan Mallett, former yeah. 
former Michigan Arkansas quarterback played seven years in the NFL never became a star or even a starter but yeah he drowned I don't know if he got caught in a riptide or but he was on in Florida and he drowned at the age of 35 isn't that sad yeah yeah I, I haven't read where if he, I mean I've almost gotten caught in a riptide before thank God but I always remembered when I moved down to Florida I remember my dad telling me that if you do don't try to swim in go parallel because eventually you're going to swim away from the riptide because they kind of go in sort of a vertical thing towards the ocean. Luckily, I never had to use that, but he always told me if you get caught in it, the worst thing you can do is try to swim to shore because it'll just keep taking you out. you got to yeah. swim sideways to get out of it. I always remember him telling me that. And then he said, now get out of here. Go have fun. <laughs> Your mother told you to go to hell. Go to hell. But no, that was sad when I saw that about Ryan Mallet. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 35, that's much too young. Much. Much too young. All right, let's see here. What are you looking up? God, it's already 1035. All right. Now, DeWild. They say DeWild. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Brandon DeWild. But yeah, I think he died in like 1977. Yeah, got it. Shane. Mom has things for you to do. She sure did. That was part of the problem. Yeah. Gene Arthur, the moment Shane pulled up there, she's like, whoa, I got myself another man here. I mean, obviously, that was part of the script. Yeah. When she's telling him, you know, Joey, don't get too close to Shane. She was telling that to herself. He had to. She had the uh, hots for him. He had to stand on things. He was 5'2". Yeah. Yeah. Alan Ladd was. It was about 5'4". He was tiny. I thought 5'5". Five, five, well, whatever, he was tiny. Yeah, he was not very big. And he made yeah. Van Heflin look like a giant. No, they had to have him. But he could sure work a six shooter. Yeah, but no, it's, I love that movie. I love the scenery. I haven't seen that in. No, it just happened years. to be on. It happened to be on channel eight forty six, and I I happened to chance see that it was just starting. I'm like, eh, what he the hell? He was five six. He was. Uh, oh, that I is small. Was, so even taller than five five then. That is small. That is Mace. Is Mace five six? I say so. Alan Ladd and Mace <laughs> locked eyeballs. Yeah. You think Gene well, Arthur? Well, when Mice does th- the weather, I wonder if he has to stand. You think Gene Arthur would have had the hots for Mace? <laughs> He's a very handsome man. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, that's um. I love. Like I said, I just love. Was that filmed? That had to have been. Uh, that stuff in the background wasn't fake. That was actually filmed out, yeah. like in Wyoming or something. No, it? that's they did. Yeah, they. He if the, he died in '64. Uh, yeah, he had a kind of a sad demise. Didn't he have a? He had a rough go of it. Was. He had some issues. What did he die of? Um, <coughs> I just looked it up the other day. I can't day. remember. Alan Ladd? Yeah, I can't remember. Let me look. Death. Uh, is uh, January 64, after injuring his knees, Ladd hoped to recuperate at his house in Palm Springs. On January 29th, his butler said he saw Ladd on his, uh, on his bed at 10. When he returned at 3.30... He found him dead, uh, a cerebral edema caused by an acute overdose of alcohol, a barbiturate, and two tranquilizers containing at least two depressants. Wow. Yeah, I know. He had issues. He had chronic insomnia mm-hmm. and regularly used sleeping pills and alcohol to induce sleep. See me? Luckily for me, two light beers will do it. <laughs> maybe three. Sometimes maybe three. Last night it was about three and a half. 
Sleep like a baby. I had trouble last night, and I drank a little bit out of depression. When I found out about bats, I mean, it really gutted me. It yeah. really took the wind out of my sails. I just kind of laid on my couch in the living room and just tried to come well, to just, terms with it. It goes to show you, you know, I mean, there's no, tomorrow's not guaranteed. I used to it's kind of period. just take bats for granted. He was just always there. And he was also one of the early arrivals. Like, whenever you come to a press conference, he's always the first one there. Because my guess is he wanted to make sure if he had to drive the the hour drive from the Quad Cities, wanted to make sure if anything happened, he had enough time, but nobody ever beat Batman to a press conference. He was always there. I just, yeah, you think about that more as you get older. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Oh, without question. I mean, I don't dwell on it by any means. No, you can't. I can tear you up if you do. I can dwell on it. Well, you can. Yeah, well, I mean. You can knock yourself out. I might not make it to the end of this show. Yeah, you will. You'll be back here. Be ready, Tommy. You'll be back here at 5 o'clock tomorrow with bills on (laughs) Happy as can be. Happy as, yeah. Pushing conflict. <laughs> Looking for inequity, injustice. There's a lot of it out there. There's a lot of it out there. Yeah. Who's more persecuted, you or Trump? Who would you say? <laughs> Who's more persecuted, Captain or Trump? Well, Trump didn't have my mother. <laughs> it's true. His mother didn't like him, did she? Or did she? I who, who knows? I, don't I know. still think a Captain Trump interview would be good. Would you? Would you listen, Suter? Um, I can't listen to Trump. I could listen to him being interviewed by Captain. I can't. I hear his voice, and if I'm yeah. watching TV, I change the channel. And if I'm listening to the radio, I turn it off. But if you were happening to listen channel. to the radio, and it was him and Captain just shouting obscenities back, you know you'd keep that channel. You wouldn't shouting obscenities back and forth. That would be top notch radio, rock solid. Obscenities. <laughs> And then you'd say, hey, you hey you'd say, Don, can we take a break? And we'll pick the, yeah, let's take a break. <laughs> you take like a five-minute break, then you pick up the argument again. And I think it's safe to say he would not recognize your rank. You think that's fair? Jed <laughs> doesn't. Yeah, I know. But you know what he would say? Oh, you Iowa Hawkeyes, they love me there. That's the first thing he would say. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he'd bring up the fact that the yeah. player, that, that's what yeah. he would say. Then, yeah. Yeah, so, but, but yeah. Like Gable, a, he'd bring up Gable. Yeah, Dan Gable, that's hey, true. call me a champion. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of... Yeah. What, what's November 24? What is it? It's still a year and a half? I, yeah, it's just... No, I don't... I honestly... The only time I've watched the news... Um, where Because I'm usually avoiding it, but I did want to hear the uh, the tape they had. Oh, I did too. I mean, I try to watch the news at least once a day just to see what's going but on. But I mean, the tape they and I didn't realize this till like yesterday morning. <clears throat> I thought somebody just was taping him. He knew he was being taped. Yeah. <laughs> but who leaked it? Who leaked it? All of them. He's blaming every I mean, Well, anyway. the one they say the woman that he was talking to is that Liz Harrington. Yeah. His why would she leak it? I mean, she didn't she worships him. Who knows? I guess it wasn't her. No, I mean, she. I mean, her whole livelihood right now depends on just catering to him, and just bowing at his altar. But yeah, no. I. I mean, you listened to the tape, didn't you? I mean, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it was. You know, it's it's history. They'll be looking back. I at tell this. you, I hear his uh, voice, and it's fingernails on a blackboard to me. I can't. No, I can. I can relate yeah. to that. Like I said, I just want him to go away. Yep. I'd be honest. I'd be happy if they both went away. I, I think Biden. He's done it. But if we could find someone else, I'd be, hey, Joe, go enjoy retirement. I man. would like to see a younger leadership. Me yeah, too. By all means. I yeah. would like, yeah, I would like well, to see. Well, and that's that's the problem, is everybody, it, really nobody likes 
the majority of people, according to everybody's poll, outside of the thirty Fox, million megas, they want Trump. Yeah, and Trump he, only. Well, but even Fox says that you know we need two new candidates. Yeah. How about a ticket of like um, Gretchen Whitmer and Gavin Newsom? Uh, I think I'd be great with it. And I'd rather have her as the president than him. But there's a lot of people that just hate her oh, because she represents woke and she's, you know. Oh, she's hot. I don't think she is hot. I mean, she's like not much younger than I am. Yeah. Not that that gets her into office. I mean, but. Um, Doesn't hurt. What do, you think of the, what do you think of this rumor about Trump getting, asking that weird Kennedy freak to be his VP? Oh, he's just. He's not. He's mentally ill. I'll give him. He's in great shape for a sixty-nine-year-old guy, but who cares? No, he's he's mentally ill. There's something drastically wrong with him. He did a lot of drugs in his day. Yeah, well, it, it affected him because he ain't right, and he's walking around without a shirt. Well, he like isn't. Putin. No, he isn't right. <laughs> oh, he's got a better build than Putin. But he's walking around. I didn't realize he was in that. I didn't realize he lifted weights. I don't care if he can do. I did ten push-ups the other day. Does that? When I watched that, I'm like, God, I want to. Okay. I had not done push-ups. I, I'll tell you what, doing ten is a lot harder now than it was the last time I did ten push-ups about twenty years ago. Hey, with my arthritis, and I got up off the couch and I went over to the other couch because Molly evidently left the remote control on the other couch. Yeah. And I considered that I was winded. <laughs> No, I'm not walking today because, like I said, my throat is a little sore, and I'm guessing it's because. No, of, this yeah. isn't good to walk in. This. I'm guessing it's no. because of the. I've got a. I've got and a, it is carcinogenic. I mean, yeah, I, do you think yeah. I smoked the equivalent of a pack of cigarettes yesterday? Oh, at least. <coughs> what walking six mile? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. easy. And yeah. I did that without a mask yesterday, so not smart. Yeah, but it's a lot cheaper than buying them. True. True. <laughs> And oh, don't your lungs, your sure. lungs start, don't they rejuvenate? Like I said, yes. I won't be smoking another pack of cigarettes ever again in my life. So don't they start to immediately clean themselves after they, uh, uh, yes, that's the theory. Like I said, my dad smoked for three, 15 years, three packs a day and lived till he was 92. Yeah. Well, my uncle lived till 99, smoked, drank, smoked a cigar, drank. You know, yeah, um, a lot of it's just luck. Yeah. It is. It, it really, really it's is. It's just luck Genetics, of the draw. Genetics luck. is some, but I think luck is a big part of it, too. Just the luck of the draw, randomness of it all. Yep. So, but, um, but yeah, Friday, um, are you guys going to send it? Iowa might be sending some stuff from these interviews tomorrow to where we might be able to play some on the show Friday, or I can take my stuff and bring it in here. And if there's interesting stuff, I'll have my tape stuff too, to where we'll have some basketball interviews. Cause it sounds like they're going to make multiple uh, if players. They, if they send stuff, but my guess is they'll yeah, send stuff too. Have, yeah. I'm not sure if they're going to be sending stuff from this Caitlin Clark zoom. Cause I think that's more the John Deere is in charge of that, but if, hopefully they'll send something. Cause yeah, like I said, can, if Dallas wasn't there, then I'm not going to have any, or if he wasn't on it. stuff off of Channel 6 and Channel 8. So, yeah, because hopefully it would be nice to be able to put some video up. Because, yeah, it was a Zoom call today from 10.15 to 10.30. And it was about promoting the John Deere. So I, I, don't, I can't imagine there's a lot of people on there asking her questions about Angel Reese and next year's, you know. No. Because they want to talk about the John. They want to yeah. talk about the golf tournament. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope the weather cooperates that day. When is it? July? Is it July 5th and 6th? Well, it's the week before the... No, it's the later than that. British Open. Oh, so it's not the week of the 4th, but that no. weekend after the 4th. Is it like two weeks uh, after that? I think it's two. So the 4th is a Tuesday, right? Fourth is a Tuesday. So you're talking about like the oh, 24th? it is early. When is it? July 6th through the Oh, 9th. so it is the week. It used to be later than that. So it is the 4th of July weekend. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, that makes. I well, thought I remember reading. She depends how you look at it. Is the Fourth of July weekend? Is that this coming? Well, but, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or is it the following? I guess you could make it whatever you wanted to be. I, I guess. And I believe her thing is on the fifth. I thought they said the 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 pro am things the day before the actual tournament, right? Uh, yes. So the tournament's the sixth and the seventh, and I. Or, I think I don't know. Is the tournament is it four days? Uh, John Deere? No, I don't think is so. Is it a three day tournament? It's shorter, I believe. Yeah, I don't know for sure. Like I said, I'm by no means a golf pro. I just thought I remember reading that her pro am thing she's playing in is on the fifth. I thought. I didn't think it was that early. And she'll be playing maybe with Zach it, Johnson, maybe they of course. Changed it, I, always I just hope it doesn't rain. Oh, good luck to you. So, but um, <laughs> it looks like it's gonna rain. <laughs> Yeah, but we've been, I mean, we've been having a lot of forecasts with rain, and still we haven't had a ton of rain. No, There's but There's been a lot of threatening clouds where they just come and go, and we don't get a lot of rain. We got a lot last night. Yeah, but he said only 0.1 inch. Oh, that ain't right. No. <laughs> That's not right. No, it rained hard, yeah. and the gutters were full. and it, no, So you think we got right. maybe a, hopefully like a quarter of an inch? I would think it anyway. That, we that. could sure use a quarter to a half an inch. And it'd be nice to get a couple more soakings this weekend because we're still behind. Yeah, that's but, for but sure. I can see things turning a little green again. I just, I'm just doing it because I'm just tired of having to water my tree. And well, our our new sod is starting to get spots of a little greenish, but it's got a ways to go. But I have not watered the tree today, and I probably won't since you said it rained a lot last night. I think the tree should be fine, so I'll take that chance. I couldn't tell you what. I, <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. But God, to think June's almost over. Yeah. June is busting out all over. I still say May and June go faster than any months of the year, for me at least. And part of it's my job, time of year and what have you. But May and June. No, June has been incredibly fast. And Ann and I have been here the whole month. We're starting to get a little restless. Yeah, I think you guys are in for about a three, four week or somewhere. Well, you're leaving in July. Yeah, July 9th. You're back, what, in December? (laughs) <laughs> or no, you, That'd in be great. October, isn't it? <laughs> no, we got a little uh, a small Vegas excursion the n- starting the 9th of July. You haven't been to Vegas for a while, have you? It's been a no, few it's months. Been last uh, November. God, it's been a half a year. It has since you've been to Vegas. What the hell? A little more because it was for our anniversary. Oh, okay. I haven't been to Vegas since 2000, and whenever Iowa played there with Lick, that was the last time. Remember, oh, God. They, did you go to that? No, we went to... Uh, they won one and lost one. We went to the one a couple years ago. Did you go to the thing Vegas. at Padre Island with Lick? No. See, that to me would have had you written all over it. The problem was it rained the entire time we were there, and it was in the 40s. It was the worst weather they had ever had. I was actually there. The press citizen had me there for two nights. And I was looking forward to it because our hotel was right literally on the ocean on this little outlet. And the arena was like two blocks away. Everything. And it literally, it was horizontal rain and 30, 44-hour wind gusts. And the people there were like, God, we haven't seen something like this in 70 years. And then when we flew out that morning, it was 80 and sunny. 
And we didn't do that much travel back then because the girls were in oh, school. Yeah, were in you know grade school and. But that would you would have been miserable. Uh, high school. I mean, I, I guess you could have had fun just getting hammered in the bar, but that would have been your only option because it rained so bad. There was nothing to do outside. And it was beautiful. the The area around there, Padre Island, was beautiful. The water and everything. But yeah, our God, band it, played it on South Padre. Yeah, that's where I was. Yeah, that's where I was staying. It, it was, was beautiful. Nice. Yeah, it sure was. And the weather normally, they just said this is something we've never seen before, and it literally started raining the day we landed we i remember randy peterson he was with the register i was with the press citizen we traveled we both landed about the same time and he was all excited about going down on the beach and it just no mother nature had other plans it was miserable i mean 45 50 degree weather for it was in november that was pretty unusual for Padre yeah, island that was I cold it was really cold i didn't pack right i mean it was just a miserable trip so how often did you play down Padre? Was that a one-time thing? That was a, a one-time thing, yeah. Okay. We got down to South South Texas. And, and it was just something different. I'd, done the, I'd been to Florida before. I'd never really been to way South Texas like that. And it was just, I would like to have just had better weather. And we played uh, Galveston Island. Okay. I've been there, but I've been there. That's a, It's an interesting area. Yeah. There's a lot of different, I mean, you can go from something really cool to terrible poverty and just like a... In a matter of blocks. That's what I remember about Galveston. And all the water. Remember the Galveston? What, did they have a really, oh, yeah, huge, they have a really bad hurricane? Huge that's hurricane. That's like D.C., though. Oh, so D.C. In a matter a, of like yes. two or three blocks, and you're in the worst. Yeah. You can say that a lot oh, about no, a lot of big towns. Huge, but no, you're right, D.C. Huge hurricane. Yeah, back before we even knew what hurricane prevention was, and thousands of people got killed. And there's a great, uh, great book about that. Um, Called Isaac Storm. Oh, okay. And it's just uh, Eric Larson is the name of the author. He's a just a fantastic writer, and it really paints the picture perfectly. No, it was bleak. Yeah, it was. I mean, they had no water walls or anything to protect themselves. I mean, it was just, it was unfortunately what we experienced there kind of helped us move forward as far as how to deal with these things. But I've been reading where this is supposed to be a heavy hurricane season. They're saying that there could, they're estimating between 12 and 15 wow. named storms possibly this year. We haven't had one yet, though, have we? We're still a little early. But have we had one named storm from the, Not that the Atlantic yet? I don't think I we don't have. Think so, so but. Um, I, I thought there was, and I thought it was kind of a lame name, but I can't, I can't remember did what it kind of. It didn't become a hurricane, though, did it? I, no, I don't think so. So, but. All right, well, like I we said, done? sorry if I was yeah. depressing today, but this has not been a. This is this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a tough time for a lot of people on the Iowa beat. I know a lot of people right now are just kind of dealing with the finality and just like you said, the suddenness of life. I mean, just yeah. well, something you it. just kind of take for granted, and then boom, next thing you know, it's gone and it's gone forever. Yeah, that's just it forever. There's it's just and it's, things always change completely. Yeah, and you you kind of get yourself into a lull and start thinking that things will never change, but then boom, they just change, just like yeah, yeah it's so. Thoughts and prayers to Steve and his family, and we'll just carry on in his honor. HawkFanatic.com. Check it out. It's free.